you see the first episode of Chainsaw Man yesterday? I did not see the first episode of Chainsaw Man yesterday. I am disappointed. Um, I'm sorry. I, I had to. I had to watch uh, this little. Show. I don't know if you heard of it. It's called uh, Werewolf by Night. I did. Yeah, I saw it yesterday. Oh, you saw it yesterday. Okay. Yeah. All right. Forgiven. Uh, Eddie, you are not forgiven because you have your. You had your chance. So. I don't know. Okay. So uh, weeks ago, or like a month ago, or something, I I I dedicated like the first bit of a show to tell Eddie that he should watch Chainsaw Man when it comes out because I I read the manga. Jamie, you recommended me the manga to me like a lot. Yes. In fact, you made me download an app so I could read the manga. And Indeed. and I ended up loving it and I got really hyped for the for the show which started a, yesterday. So I convinced Eddie to watch it when it comes out and the first episode came out yesterday and now I feel like a doof because I'm the only one who watched it. So I'm just gonna leave it as homework for like everyone in, because Jesus. In my defense, Christ. I didn't even know it was out. In my defense, you're never gonna guess that this is what it's about, but it's about a dude who has a chainsaw for a head. You know. Yeah. You know, all I know is that I keep getting images on my Facebook about some girl with weird circular eyes, pink hair, and like a dog leash. I'm just like, what the fuck is this? And uh, now yeah, I know. For sure. Now I know. If it makes you feel better, context is like pretty scarce on that. I think it's fine to to watch this show with your wife. Uh, what do you think, Chama? <laughs> um, depends. Uh, how 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 does uh, how does Nikki deal with blood and gore? It's not her favorite thing in the world, but I think she can tolerate it. Okay. It's a cartoon. It's a cartoon, but it feels real though. It's sad. I think I think Eddie will cry on the first episode. I, oh, let's have you look. Unless yeah. unless a dog is dying, I couldn't give a fuck. Unless, or a Woody. Oh, it's oh, oh buddy. <laughs> oh, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you chose the wrong words. Bullshit. Oh. Nah, you're gonna cry, man. Yeah, you're gonna Bullshit. cry on the first episode, but. It, Ace okay. ain't going and nowhere, you're not even ready for it. Yeah. Ace what? ain't going nowhere, motherfuckers. Okay, fine. <laughs> no, Ace uh, is the name of my dog. All right. Uh, okay, point is, uh, just uh, I, I guess we'll do a Chainsaw Man episode after. Maybe after, we'll, we'll, we'll let Eddie watch the first episode and see how he feels it, but then we'll see uh, We'll see if we, if we make like an episode when the, when the season wraps up or like week by week, but we'll see. We'll keep it uh, keep it in your calendars, and if you have yeah, weekly weekly follow up on every Chainsaw Man episode. How, how many yeah, Chainsaw Man episodes? Yeah, it would be cool because we could have a perspective of we could have a perspective on like uh, someone who read the manga and someone who didn't. So we'll have both perspectives. Ooh. Yeah. All right, but you know that, that 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 is pretty spooky, but not as uh, not as spooky as this month, and not as spooky as what we saw and that we're gonna review today. So let's right. go. This is uh, Jim, uh, your favorite occasional co-host of The Rollback. Rollback. 
thank you for welcoming us into your headphones. My name is Chema. I'm Eddie. And, and that's this was Jim. This reviewing Werewolf by Night. This is the rollback. There's no escaping the night. On a dark and somber night, a secret cable of monster hunters emerge from the shadows and gather at the forebudding bloodstone temple following the death of their leader. In a strange and macabre memorial to their leader's life, the attendees are thrust into a mysterious and deadly competition for a powerful relic, a hunt that will ultimately bring them face to face with a dangerous monster. So this is an interesting little thing that the MCU produced, because it's not a show and it's not a movie, but it's more of a little short, or, a, or they call it a special presentation. So I it's don't. It's a showy. Yeah, it's a showy. It's not a. It's not a thing that we're gonna get very often, and uh, it stars. Uh, it stars Gael Garcia Bernal. It stars Laura Donnelly, Harry, uh, Handsome Harris, and a couple of other actors, and it's directed by musical director Michael Giacchino. Uh, who apparently can now direct movies? Uh, he's been like the the scorer for a lot of uh, a lot of Marvel movies, uh, like uh, Doctor Strange, uh, Spider the, the new Spider Man trilogy. Uh, yeah, he's been doing a lot of stuff. So now he directs a short, and it's spooky. It's black and white. It's heavily inspired by like old Hollywood monsters, and it was pretty cool. About, about less than an hour long, in my opinion. And yeah, let's uh, let's talk about it. So, Eddie, what did you think of Werewolf by Night since it was your idea to to uh, to review it? Um, I actually really love the fact that it was um, it, it felt like a throwback. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but it felt like a throwback. It felt like something. Um, it felt like something that would come out in the 1930s, and I mean that in the best way possible. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think it's uh, it's definitely like done like that on purpose. Like they want to evoke that feel of like an old black and white Hollywood monster. Like even having like a, a werewolf being like the main the main uh, character or main villain or main like thing that's present. So I thought it was interesting, Jim. What do you think? Uh, yeah, well, I I think it was a, a really beautiful piece actually which is not something i was expecting i would say um i saw a little bit of a trailer um actually uh, a while back um i i didn't finish seeing it but i i thought you know maybe i'll watch this one uh, i haven't been following marvel stuff very closely as of late but this one was a really pleasant surprise and just like eddie said i think everything about this movie is done to pay tribute to older monster movies because uh, even the first Frankenstein film, for example, was only about an hour long. So it's not just the stylistic choice, but even the runtime and the beats of the story, it's all very retro in a very special way, I think. Yeah, definitely. There's uh, there's something there that, how do I explain it? I love when the MCU gets experimental because they don't do it very often. So I'm glad when something like this gets done like uh, what i wrote on my on my letterbox review was that uh even if they don't do something like this again or they don't reference these characters ever again um it was a neat little project to having the larger mcu buffet so mm -hmm. that's why i liked it um i appreciated uh, the the the, the length also like the shortness and did appreciate the fact that it was black and white and that every once in a while you could see like the screen cracking and things like that uh even the audio was not like perfectly mixed 
So yeah, I think uh, I think that was pretty neat, and I love Gael. I love Gael Garcia Bernal. So seeing him in a Marvel project was kind of like, oof. You know, um, really, uh, really, really I, special. I loved also the fact that the the story. I, I don't know about you guys, but to me, it feels like something from. When I say it feels like something from the '30s, I don't just mean like the way it looks or the practical effects. I also mean like the way it was filmed, the way it was shot. There's a particular fight scene where you like it's very clear. Uh, Elsa Bloodstone doesn't connect with a kick, but it's almost like it's made to look like those old movies where, like, they're very clearly miss each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, and, and there's also a couple of scenes where you can clearly tell that there's a stunt doubles, particularly with uh, Elsa's stepmother. It had to be. Uh, it had to be. With, with I'm Marvel, pretty sure it was I mean, on purpose, on, too. But, uh, yeah. But no, can we talk about the setup real quick and, like, some of the story, if that's cool with you guys? Yeah. Go for it. Yeah. So, so the setup is very straightforward. Uh, the, the leader has been, uh, I don't know if he was killed or died of old age, but, uh, but the old man Bloodstone is gone. And uh, now all worthy heirs are, have gathered in one location. Right. Um, and well, all these folks that are here together, right, because they want this stone, um, pretty much every single one of them. Uh, thing is, though, the, the movie starts off with some narration, right? Like, we get this little background about how uh, even though superheroes are kind of a recent phenomenon in the Marvel Universe, apparently monsters have always been around, we just didn't know about that. Um, and they mentioned that the Bloodstone is an artifact with a power unlike any other artifact we've seen yet. But then when we see it, it has the same power as every stone we've seen in the Marvel Universe so far, which is it gives whoever's holding it slight lickinesis. Uh but still though um the the maybe the setup with the MacGuffin is not that great um but the actual ambientation when these people get together and they start with a funeral um that feels really uh really unique like you say it's not super common but it works really well oh definitely and i mean the, the whole the the bloodstone being the the tool everyone wants the way that they get out of the situation i mean it you're right, it is a MacGuffin, but it also, I think it fits in this particular realm. Like, it fits in this particular situation. It doesn't feel like they just, like, you know, jam something in there. It's the causality that gets them all together. Yeah, definitely. Um, I feel like in, the, in something like this, the story, to me at least, was kind of secondary. Like, I was there mostly for the spectacle, for the black and white, for the mood, for the lighting. Like, I, like the story was always going to be second place for me in this. Uh, but there were there were a few details that I like were kind of not explained but like alluded to. Like I love how the introdu the introduction to to uh, Jack, like uh, he, I love how the first thing that they call him out on is like oh I like the makeup that he's wearing. He looks like a Katrin. Like he look like he he looks like a like like an old timey like Mexican uh, mariachi or something. Like he looks like something hey. out of that realm. And uh, I don't know how much he had to do with that, um, but I appreciate it. I like the makeup, and it was kind of subtle. Like I, I, it really looked nice. Uh, even even on the black and white, it got to like pop out a bit. So um, I like that. Uh, another thing that I like was a uh, man thing. Like it's been a hot second since we've seen man thing do something, uh, like be mm -hmm. in something, and it was kind of neat. I had no idea that he was gonna be in this. And when he when he showed up, I I I, I awed if, if that makes sense. Like, I don't know if that makes sense, but he I, I love Man Thing. 
He's he, uh, uh, that super makes sense to me. This, yeah, I saw him. I got really excited. I was like, "What?" And he looked neat. Like uh, there was a there was something so cool about seeing him in a big project. I will admit, yeah, he, it did took me out a bit because the CGI when he first popped out from the from the trees is not perfect. And even for a project right. like this, I feel like if they wanted to go all out, it should have been like a practical model, like. Like even like if you're just gonna show like a little bit of his face, just make a mask. Like just and just show that and make give it some movement. It looked uh, I didn't love how it looked, but then at the end when they're sitting next to each other and they're like they're discussing like food and coffee and everything, he looked amazing. Like right there when they're yeah. when they're sitting there, that's when he looked I think the best. Um, yeah, definitely, and and I'm not sure why that was because in some scenes you you can barely tell that it's CGI, honestly. And uh, if they were gonna do it in black and white, they should really have leaned into that since they weren't spending as much money um, in color texturing. Mm -hmm. uh, but still, in, in some of the more uh, like uh, actiony scenes, you can tell very clearly. Uh, but in that scene you're describing, it's like almost like he's really there right uh which is also a little weird because it's the one time we see him in color uh but i guess maybe that helps a little bit mm -hmm. actually um but i actually thought he was pretty adorable i really like the the design of the face and the emotions that he shows um it looked like a little like a sweet little elephant to me yeah uh oh god like now i want like a plushie of him or something <laughs> like i just I, I love how he ended up looking and i'm so glad that like he exists. Like, in a way, he exists now. So, um, like I said, I don't know if they're going to plan on reusing him, but okay. he looked great. And also, like, another practical effect is just the werewolf. Like, the werewolf, when, he's, when he comes out at the end, you can tell it's a guy in a suit. And mm -hmm. I loved it. I love that they did something like that. And I love that they kept him in the shadows, you know? it's uh, It helped build up that mystique. So, I liked it um, because of that. Yeah, I know. The, the, the whole thing, it kind of felt practical if that makes sense in the best way like the maze and all that i i feel like they maybe i'm wrong and they did do it they built like a massive set for them to for these hunters to walk around and and spar in and chase the monster and all that like they were very smart with the way they did all this um some of the effects were somewhat terrifying though the first time we see man thing i think he kills no it wasn't the was it the scottish guy that he like melts the big mm, guy? I think it was. And, like, did you all think that that was incredibly painful? Because I yes. thought so. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, but he's not the guy who deserved it the most. No, no, no. No. No, that was the other one. But we'll get to her in a sec. The mom? Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so it comes out that Jack Russell, um, he's here kind of on a rescue mission to save, actually save Ted. Um, <laughs> man thing, Ted. Um. I love that they call him Ted, too. Is there a reason why they call him Ted? Like, is that, like, canon? Hey, that's his name in the comics, yeah. Oh my god, I had no idea. <laughs> yeah, it's Theodore or something, but he's, yeah, a guy. Uh, huh, I kind of want to know the, the, the reason for it now. Damn. Um, but yeah, so he's here on a secret mission to save Ted. Him and Elsa form an unlikely alliance. Uh, to one of my favorite scenes in the in the goddamn uh, special, when she climbs up and says, you know, how her aunt was crazy and always thought she'd come back to life, so she had a contingency plan to get out, and she breaks open the coffin and finds spare keys. 
I love that. It's so <laughs> stupid, but I love it. And it's like a thing that you accept in a special like this. Like it, 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 it would make sense. Like the, this family is clearly kooky. Like they're, they're they're out of it. So, yeah, they would do something like that. They're what we would call in the modern world eccentric. No, eccentric is when you have money. Well, they, I think they had money. Uh, yeah, they, they look pretty rich, man. I can't think of many people that have a big backyard maze. Uh, I, I, I especially, I was a little puzzled about that because, uh, well, at the beginning of the movie, we don't really get a lot of clues as to when this is happening. And if we ever got, like, a little tagline or something on the screen that said, like, 1964 or something like that, I didn't see it. Um, but near the end... Um, the mom shows up with military personnel, and they look to be in pretty modern attire, uh, right? So, well, like what I thought about at that point was like, okay, these guys clearly have money, You're and right. also maybe this is happening like right now. Yeah, it would make sense, like, because that's also what I was thinking. Like, when does this take place exactly? Because, like, you could say this takes place in the twenties, but then also like. Yeah, that that specifically. I don't know. I I'm deciding to believe that it takes place now, just in case they can reuse the characters. Because I want to see them again. Right. Well, about that. I mean, um, we knew that Marvel was supposed to be moving into uh, a magical phase this time around. You know, especially with some of the setup we got in Eternals with the Black Knight and uh, mm -hmm. Blade's voice at the end. Um, and in the comics, Man-Thing especially is a character that's deeply entwined with uh, the Blade Mythos. Uh, but with the current state of the, the Blade situation, I, I don't know if we're going to get to move into that anytime soon. Yeah, did you saw they delayed a bunch of the movies? Or not? I didn't know it was a bunch. I knew the, the director for Blade quit, but I, I don't know what else is going on. I had, uh, wait, I had it saved somewhere here, I think. Uh, gave me one. Here we go. Uh, Blade got uh, delayed from November 3rd, 2023 20, to September 6th, 2024. Damn. Deadpool 3 got delayed from September 6th, 2024 to November 8th, 2024. Fantastic Four got delayed from November 8, 2024 to February 14, 2025. And Secret Wars got delayed from November 7, 2025 to May 1, 2026. Jesus, that's a lot of years of content. That is a lot of years of content, and they better keep us fed during, the year, during those few years, because if not, uh, we will be hungry. And Do you think... The, the the plates the plates coming in from the DC world are not looking yummy. Talking about Black Adam. Eat a dick, Chema. It doesn't look good, man. I'm sorry. I, I I'm sorry. You you. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like. I, huh. How is it the part that I come back is the part where y'all are trash talking DC? Whoop dee. I remain positive. I I do want to see Black Adam and think it's good. Like I want to be. I'd rather watch Black Adam than. Than then I'll come at two, but like it's not a it's not a close race. Yeah, yeah I'm not excited for Aquaman two either. <laughs> but I do want to say something real quick. Go ahead, uh, ladies and gentlemen of the rollback. Uh, if if you're listening to this, whether it's uh, far in the future, or this Saturday, or any time in between, I I have a message for you. I have a message for you from your spouse. If your spouse is coming home from work. Make sure you actually unlock the deadbolt 
instead of accidentally forgetting and then they're locked out. Oof, Just a word of advice to all to all the stupids out there. I have been one of you. Yeah. That yeah. uh you made Jimmy go oof but doof and he, and Jimmy only saves that for like I do. I do G- feel that. Jimmy only <laughs> saves yeah. oof but doofs for like very dire situations. Yeah. The real so. bad ones. <laughs> Damn. Uh, okay, wait. So, so this film. Uh, what did you all think as far as uh, not film? I'm sorry, the special. What did you all think as far as like uh, uh, the elder, the elder wrinkly bloodstone, uh, Ver- Verusa? Burn the witch. Yeah, I think that's I'm right. Call her the hag. Call her the hag. So, what did you all think of the hag being like? No, all you monsters are bad people. Are we smelling an allegory there, or is it just pretty I'm much in. whatever? I, I don't think um, that that they're going very uh, like deep with this one in regards to social commentary. Like I don't think the monsters are gonna be stand up for anything, uh, you know, in the way that mutants are for oppressed groups in the comics. Um, I think it, it's really just a thing of like, what if monsters can be good, you know, like. Uh, but but still. Um, I thought it was very interesting how they framed it with the the way she phrases that what they are doing is a mercy for the monsters themselves. I think in a way maybe she does think uh, that that she is sort of helping these people who don't have control over themselves not to hurt uh, others. If this had been directed by Guillermo del Toro, then sure, but not this time. So I. I do think it's mostly just for the fun. So, yeah. I think they're just buddies. I think, uh, yeah, I think Jack and Ted are just buddies. You know? And then... Gotcha. Yeah, just, I yeah. just want to get y'all's opinions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To know, that's and, uh, but no, but it, it, mm-hmm. I mean, it could be. There's a writer I really like who once said that books belong to their readers, and I think it goes the same with everything else. So, yeah. It is true. You can interpret what, is what you get from that. Um, but nah, fuck that hack. I, <laughs> yeah, nah, fuck her. <laughs> but uh, what a what a one dimensional villain. But in a in a way that you you're kind of rude when they when 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 she gets dead. So that's pretty cool. Um, the special was pretty like. Sim- I mean, what? I, Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say her brutal death was yeah. well deserved. Also. Oh, sorry. Yeah, what did we think about the violence in this one? It was violent. Like, it was, uh... And also, like, more cursing than I think I'm used to in, like, a Marvel project. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, like... That's right. Yeah, you're right. And the head slashes, too. Head slashes, blood... Uh... Yeah, like... If you you didn't tell me this was Marvel, I could... I I would not notice. What Mm -hmm. if I told you it was DC? Uh, I would not believe you, because this is good. (laughs) Uh, well, actually, in regards to that, uh, we've been talking about how this uh, this project feels like an homage to a lot of things, right? Um, I think, in a way, it is also uh, a step in the right direction um, for Marvel because uh, we know the success um, of the franchise uh, hinges on the fact that they managed to get people interested in this... Uh, initially minor characters from comic books, right? Because when the Marvel Studios started, they didn't have the rights for any of their big hitters. Uh, so they had to go ahead and turn uh, Thor and Iron Man um, 
into icons uh, through their own work, right? Um, and then for a while after that, they were more mostly relying on uh, the the fame of their bigger names, especially as they began to acquire some of their IPs back. Um, and then with uh, with this art, they've kind of been trying to to recreate that magic a little bit uh, of bringing in these lesser known characters and giving them new life. Um, but that kind of feel like they've been missing it, uh, especially with, with Eternals. We saw a lot of that, of these like unknown characters coming to the scene. Um, and I guess people re really didn't have a lot of goodwill for those. Uh, but this time around, uh, I feel like they really gave uh, a whole new aura uh, to Werewolf by Night, which to me, uh, honestly, is kind of a meaningless character. Like, there's not a lot of comic book history for this guy. Uh, I really wasn't expecting anything that could be in any way special, but with just one hour of content, they made me feel really engaged with both Jack and Ted, uh, and even Elsa Bloodstone in this one. Yeah, um, like I said before, I think I, I'm really liking that they're getting experimental and that they're trying new things. It shows that even though they are like a big budget uh, blockbuster machine making machine, they don't fear, you know, trying something new that diverts from the formula. So hopefully this is a sign of things to come because between this and things like She-Hulk, I'm liking a lot this aftertaste that we're getting of the MCU. I'm enjoying it. How likely do you think are we to get a direct sequel to this? Maybe not a direct sequel. Maybe the characters will pop up in another project. Hmm. Maybe. Yeah, I, I think uh, we might have a little bit of a sub-universe uh, picking up with all these like more occult characters, yeah. yeah. My god. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised, but just like, god damn. Like, a sub-universe in a universe within a smaller universe. I mean, I see it. I, I can see it. It's just like, god damn. You know, that's kind of what uh, Animated DC did, because before they decided to reboot their animated universe, we had the, the mainline movies uh, with with all the big guys, you know, Superman and whatnot, and then we had the Justice League Dark uh, sub-universe with all the Constantine movies and uh, the all, all those more um, magic-oriented series. But live-action this time. <laughs> live-action this time. You got schooled in your own universe, man. Hey, man. Amazing. Hey, look, man. I'm not going to deny the animated universe. Pretty boss. Not going to lie. It is. Yeah. It is, yeah. Uh, no one will ever deny that, I think. Um, yeah, um, I don't know. What else can we say about this project besides that it's it's a pretty cool thing that exists? It's like, a, I don't know. I liken to it like... A, a really big band that just tries to do like a super raw album with like, I don't know, very limited resources or something. Interesting and, take. Yeah, <laughs> like something like that. Um, so that's how I feel about it. It's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Uh, it did feel, um, you know, pretty marbly in some uh, in some sections. Um, like, there's a scene near the end uh, where after killing uh, the uh, Barusa, uh, uh, Man-Thing kind of goes like, well, that happened. And it's like, fine, okay, you are in this one. Uh, I'll allow it. 
Um, but other than that, it did do some pretty unique stuff. I really like that the uh, werewolf design is very heavily um, classically inspired. Because uh, honestly, I was expecting uh, that it was just going to be more of a, of a feral-looking werewolf, you know? Um, with all this kind of werewolves that we see in more modern movies where they just kind of more like a minotaur type of thing, you know, a really furry humanoid body with a, a really um, can canine head. Uh, but no, this was uh, literally like something I, I could see in a, in a classic horror movie uh, with the with prosthetics and the very human face and the, uh, the sparse hair all over. Uh, it was very, uh, very well executed. Yeah, I agree. Eddie, final thoughts? I, I genuinely hope we get more of this very soon. Um, I, I doubt we will, but I, I would like that. I would like it very much. Um, no, goddamn Marvel. They, they've given me more characters to like and enjoy. Yeah. Can't wait for the eventual, you know, ton of, uh, Man-Thing pop Funko figures that we're gonna get and that are gonna, you know, just die in a landfill some, somewhere. Uh, hey man, awesome. Funkos are getting fucking expensive. Yeah. I tried to buy a few from my office and goddamn. I have a ton and I've kept them like in a box ever since I moved here because I just don't have a place to display them. So I just have them there. Oh, you should maybe look into making some money off of that. Yeah, I think I will. Oh, hey. Well, I give Werewolf by Night a good four stars. Think, yeah. uh, think that's a good good position to have it. I really enjoyed it. I think it... I, I might watch it again before Halloween just to, like, get more in the mood. So, um, yeah. I love it. I give it a 1930 out of 10. Damn. That's a lot of teddies. Go that's ahead. A, that's a very, very high rating. Um, Eddie? Damn. B plus? A minus? Somewhere in that league. Somewhere in that league, yeah. That's a, that's, that's a that's high price. Yeah. Alright, so that is our review or of Werewolf by Night from Marvel. It is available on Disney Plus, and that is our those are our thoughts. Next, uh, hopefully this weekend we're gonna do uh, Halloween Halloween Ends. Yes, yeah, we're gonna, we're right? gonna do uh, two separate reviews for Halloween Ends. It's gonna be a very interesting episode. Are we? Ooh. Choose your own it's adventure. Ooh. We're gonna have two different episodes for Halloween ends, and who this shit's gonna get interesting real quick. I can't wait. That sounds killer. All right, I got my tickets already. Like I'm gonna see it on Friday, so yeah, I can't wait. Oh, yeah. Can't wait to see that. The end. Of, I can't believe I. I remember watching the new Halloween and then watching Halloween uh, Kills like in the middle of COVID, like trapped like from my bed, and then I'm gonna watch this one in theater on IMAX. So, I don't know. It just feels weird that I've lived through this whole trilogy. It's been right there with you. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's, that's terrifying. I'm going to turn on a light. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Thank you so much for joining us. My name was Chema. This was Jim. And this was The Rollback. Signing off with a reminder to watch Chainsaw Man because the first episode is already available. It's on Crunchyroll and Hulu. Go check it out, please. 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 It's on Hulu. I, I am I think I'm pretty sure it's on Hulu. So yeah. For some reason all of anime is on Hulu. So yeah. <laughs>